Be a woman worthy of confidence. Day 4. Scripture to memorize. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Proverbs 31, 10 and 11. The passage to read is, A wife of noble character who can find. She is far... Her worth is far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good and not harm all the days of her life. Proverbs 31, 10-12 Guided Prayer Dear Heavenly Husband, My deepest desire is to become a wife of noble character for you. I know the real test of my character is who I am when no one is watching you. Watching me but you. It's not what I do to impress others or please myself that counts. What matters are those choices I simply make because I want to honor you. I want you to be able to have full confidence in me. I want you to be able to call on me and count on me to do the right thing. Although I'll never attain perfection this side of heaven, I don't want to use this as an excuse for sloppy living. Instead, I want to be a valuable asset to your cause on the earth. I want to bring you good, not harm, all the days of my life. Thank you for loving me. Empower me to live a life of grateful service in response. Amen. Personal Application The Proverbs 31 woman's husband has full confidence in her because she brought him good and not harm all the days of her life. Can your husband or employer or friends have full confidence in you? Do you bring them good, not harm? As we have seen Already, God is our spiritual husband. Are you the kind of woman that God can have full confidence in? Have you ever thought about the idea of bringing God good and not harm? First, how might we bring him harm? The most obvious way to harm a husband, earthly or heavenly, is driving him to jealousy by pursuing other exclusive relationships. The very first commandment reveals how important this issue is to God. Throughout the Old Testament, God's anger burned against Israel for their adulteries, meaning they pursued other relationships and priorities more than him. Jesus reiterated this when he said, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness in Matthew 6.33. God wants to be first, and when we get our priorities mixed up, when we give him second, third, and tenth place in our heart and on our schedule, we bring him harm. By contrast, we bring God good by living in such a way that He can have full confidence in us. One of the best messages I've ever read was titled, Can God Trust You? A good wife is one who does the right thing even when her husband isn't watching, who remains faithful and diligent no matter the circumstances. She is trustworthy. Can God have full confidence in you? Do you do the right thing even when no human is watching? In private, are you the same woman you proclaim to be in public? The Bible assures us that what is done in secret will eventually be shouted from the rooftops. Don't tell yourself, this little pet sin of mine isn't doing anyone any harm. Be trustworthy in secret things so God can have full confidence that you will bring him good, not harm, all the days of your life. Honestly, examine your life. Is there anything you are doing or failing to do in your private life that you excuse because it's a secret? Imagine that your little pet sin became public. Would it harm your reputation, your family, employer, your church? If so, you are already harming God in the eyes of the great cloud of witnesses. 
Hebrews 12.1, and have the potential to do far greater harm in the future. Resolve, with God's help, to deal decisively with potentially harmfully, harmful practices in your life. When dealing with difficult areas, it helps to have at least one person as an accountability partner with whom we can be completely open about our struggles, someone who will love us enough to tell us when we are heading in the wrong direction. Be sure you have such a person available to you. Find that person today. If necessary, reach out for help from your local church or support group. Now is the time. While you are on the journey to becoming the woman God wants you to be, to deal decisively with anything that might hold you back from that goal, be determined that nothing will prevent you from becoming someone worthy of confidence. The affirmation for today is, I bring God good, not harm, all the days of my life. Commit yourself to time alone with God. Day 2 Scripture to memorize. A wife of noble character who can find she is far worth more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Proverbs 31, 10, and 11. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left his house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so that I can preach there. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Mark 1, 35-39 Guided Prayer Dear Jesus, thank you for coming to the earth to show me how to live. I marvel that even though you are the divine Son of God, you still took time to pray to your Father in heaven. Just like me, you had people demanding your time and attention. I chuckle as I can almost hear Simon exclaiming, Everyone is looking for you. Sometimes I feel like the whole world wants a piece of me too. I delude myself into thinking I'm too busy or that I can skip time with the Father and still stay on track. Forgive me, Lord. I notice too... Jesus, how you refocused your life mission and set your agenda for the day after your time alone. I invite you, Holy Spirit, as my counselor to show me a solitary place where I can get my priorities straight. I will consider this place in time of your official invitation to call me there, morning by morning. Amen. Create Create a specific place for time alone with God a place where you do nothing else but spend time with Him. Equip it with all the tools you need for Bible study, prayer, and meditation. Place your Bible, this book, your personal notebook, pens, index cards, tissues, lip balm, post-it notes, and a small basket. Make it the most inviting place in your entire home, and you will be drawn to it like an oasis in the desert. Establish a lifetime habit of time alone with God every day. Have a blessed day. Place your full confidence in God. Day 1 A wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Proverbs 31, 10 and 11 For your maker is your husband, the Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. The Lord will call you back as if you were a wife deserted and distressed in spirit, a wife who married young, 
only to be rejected, says your God. Isaiah 54, 5-6 Dear Heavenly Husband, how I thank you for choosing me to be your bride. I don't pretend to understand all that this means, but I do know that your word, what your word says is true. You are my husband. You are the one who loves, protects, and provides, even if you do it through my earthly husband. I acknowledge that you are the one behind every good thing in my life. It's awesome to know that you are the Almighty. You have all might, all power in your hands. Therefore, no situation in my life and no challenge I'll encounter during the next 90 days will be more than you can handle. Thank you for being a Redeemer, the one who can take something worthless and transform it into something valuable. I invite you to redeem every area of my life that has potential for greater value. Thank you for calling me back to a closer walk with you. At times I've felt deserted, distressed, and abandoned, and sometimes by people in my life, and sometimes I just want to be honest enough to admit I have even felt like you have deserted me. Thank you for promising to never leave me or forsake me. The truth is, whenever there's a distance between us, I'm the one who's walked away from you. I long to draw near to you once more. Draw me close to you through the pages of this book. Thank you for calling me back once again. Amen. You can have full confidence in God no matter what the season of life you're in right now. Maybe you're a mother at home with small children or an empty nester. You may be single or single again. I don't know what situation you're in, but I do know who is in the midst of the situation with you, a loving God who cares so much for you that he paid the ultimate price so that you could never spend one day apart. He laid down his life to ensure that someday you'll be honored guest at the ultimate wedding in heaven. When Jesus celebrates... The church is his eternal bride. In today's passage to read, God declares himself our husband. Since we'll be studying the depth in depth the Proverbs 31 woman, the wife of noble character, the passage in Isaiah is an ideal place to start. You may or may not have an earthly husband, but you do have a heavenly husband. Married or single, God wants you to be his wife of noble character. So study, so this study of Proverbs 31 is relevant to all of us. Spend time on this day writing out your personal vision statement. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you how to start. Write down two unique personal qualities. For me, it was encouragement and leadership. Number two, write down how you enjoy expressing these qualities. For example... Mentoring and helping others be better through Christ was mine. Number three, what people are doing in the ideal world. So write down a very short description of what people would be doing in an ideal world. I wrote, as an example, loving and helping each other. Write down number four. Now combine all of that into one sentence. Mine looks like this. I want to lead and encourage others by mentoring and helping others find and use their God-given talents. Blessings to all. Have a great day. Meditate on God's Word. Day 3. A wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies.
Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Proverbs 31.10 How can a young woman keep her way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I meditate on your precepts and I consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Psalm 119, 9 through 11 and 15 and 16. Dear Lord, it's not easy to keep my way pure in the midst of an increasingly corrupt world. Sexual innuendo is everywhere. Standards of modesty become more and more lax. And I am hard-pressed to find clothing that honors you and protects the purity of the men around me. The only answer is living according to the principles set forth in your word, not the standards of this world. Today I'm seeking you with all my heart. Holy Spirit, empower me to walk in obedience, not straying from your commands. Help me as I hide the word in my heart so that I won't stumble into sin. Train me to do as Jesus did. Use the word of God as a weapon against temptation. Teach me the heart of meditation. There's so much mumbo-jumbo and distortion in the world, it can be intimidating. But you are my teacher, so teach me your way of meditation. Right now, I renew my commitment. I will not neglect your word, but will take delight in it. Amen. If you are serious about our goal of becoming a capable, dignified, virtuous woman of noble character, we will have to do more than casually read the Bible. We have to meditate on it so it seeps deep down in the fiber of our being. If we want to be women who can stand firm in the face of Satan's onslaught of temptations, then we need the word of God on our lips. The Bible says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, Matthew 12, 34. That's why we meditate on the word and store it in our heart so that it can flow from our mouth when we need it. When we think of meditation, we think of chanting, um, with our legs crossed trying to drive away bad karma. Christian meditation almost sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Nevertheless, meditation is an important tool for our transformation. We need to take back meditation. It was God's idea and His gift to us as His children. This 90-day jumpstart incorporates scripture memorization as a tool for meditation. We've started this week with Proverbs 31, 10 and 11. Write out the scripture memory verse on an index card, or if you have the book, Becoming the Woman God Wants Me to Be, there's cards in the back of the book. Cut it out, place it in a notebook, or put it on your dash of your car, or tape it to the mirror in your bathroom so that you can study and memorize the verse this week. Our affirmation For day three is, I meditate on God's word day and night. Blessings to you all. Good night. Choose to focus on the positive. Day five. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Proverbs 31, 10 and 11. Rejoice in in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, 
whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 4-9 through Guided Prayer Dear Lord, I rejoice in you. Let the joy and rest I find in knowing you be manifested in my life as a gentle and quiet spirit. Thank you for being near to me. Today I choose by faith not to be anxious about anything. Instead, I'm presenting it all to you and trusting you to work all things together for my good. Thank you, Lord. You've been so good to me. Holy Spirit, teach me how to recognize and remain in the peace of God even when my circumstances are anything but peaceful. I know that peace guards my heart, my mind, and my health too. Forgive me for those times when I get so focused on everything that's wrong with my life. That gets me nowhere. Instead, I'm fixing my thoughts on what is right in my life, everything that's true, noble, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. Since that sums up Jesus perfectly, all I really have to do is fix my eyes on you. Thank you for making it so simple. The Proverbs 31 woman was noble and dignified, but there's nothing noble or dignified about a complaining woman. Proverbs 17.22 says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Romans 12.1 says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when we focus on what's right instead of focusing on what's wrong, we are being transformed by the transformed by the renewing of our mind. The affirmation for day five is, I choose to focus on the positive, especially the truth of God's word. Therefore, my life is filled with positive outcomes. Are you reciting your affirmations daily? Each morning, you can write the day's affirmations on a post-it note or index card and carry it with you wherever you go. Have a blessed day. Weekly checkup and weekly reflection, day six and day seven. We want to turn verses 10 and 11 into a scripture-based prayer. Proverbs 31, 10 and 11. That's your homework for today. So day six and seven is our chance to do a checkup and a weekly reflection. So, any unfinished items that you didn't get through through the week, today is the day to do that. Did you write a personal vision statement and write it down? Did you create a special prayer place? Is it inviting? Did you commit to spend time alone with God? How many minutes? Have you confronted any areas of sin and develop a battle plan of prayer to deal with them? Have you found an accountability partner and cut out the scripture cards or written on index cards the scriptures that we've learned this week? Remember, we've committed to this week to memorizing Proverbs 31, 10, and 11. Weekly reflection. It's a great time on day seven to just reflect on the things that you've learned. Have you memorized your verse? 
Are you listening for God's voice? Write down what he's saying to you. Are you manifesting the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? What areas look encouraging? What areas in your life need prayer? What did God teach me during my time alone with God? Jot that down in your notebook. Which priorities did I live by? Which goals did I pursue? Which priorities or goals did I neglect? Write those down and say a prayer. What new thing did I learn about my life, God, my family, and the people around me? What are my specific priorities and goals for the coming week? Take out your notebook and schedule your priorities or goals for the coming week. Have a great day.